I'm gonna take a picture with my mind. Take it. <laughs> you are such an idiot. Hey, that's rude. All right, start. Hey, this is Mike. And this is Steve. And we don't know what we're doing. Especially this week because we're not in our usual setup. Yeah, we're using uh, the iRig Pro Duo like mobile recorder thing. No one will care what we're using. Well, maybe they will. And they'll be like, hey, I'm going to record on the road too. Yeah, Although, I'm sure that's exactly what everybody's going to run out and do. If this is unsuccessful, they probably won't do it. <laughs> well... <laughs> anyway, we're on the road this week, so we can tell it's recording. Not sure if it's going to sound as normal as usual, but fingers crossed. Yes, and toes. So we came uh, down to Orange County this week for a convention, and because we are short on time this weekend, we're recording in our hotel room. Yeah, because we figured the airport would be too crazy to record in. Yeah. At least I did. Well, I Mike, didn't ask Mike brought like every piece of our studio basically. And he's like, oh, I bought this mobile recording rig. It's almost the exact same size. It's like a fourth of the size. It's not a fourth of the size. It's a fourth of the size. Maybe so, half. I can only imagine what TSA must have thought when he <laughs> put a bag through the scanner and it was just <laughs> hundreds of cords. At least it wasn't vibrating. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so uh, we're rapidly into the holiday season this week yeah and um so this is our we don't know how to holiday part two and uh, this uh, is parties yeah of like holiday holiday, holiday party parties? edition i hate going to parties why do you hate going to parties i don't know i'm just not it's funny like when i'm uh when i'm in that mode for work i can totally be an extrovert when i know when i know what i'm talking about it's mm-hmm. great but when I have to make small talk and stuff, I hate doing this stuff. Oh, well, maybe we'll have some tips on how to help you deal with that. Yeah, Steve. I already knew all these tips. I just still don't like doing it. Oh. <laughs> they do work, though. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll kind of talk about uh, some tips you can do to have better conversation at parties where you're maybe around people you don't know so well. Mm-hmm. And then kind of talk some about some tips about uh, how to use these parties to your advantage and kind of yeah. help your career, possibly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't love going to uh, holiday parties personally. I mean, I like going because it's free booze and free food. Yeah, I guess that's so. pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and sometimes they have uh, like really cool activities. Like what? Uh, like uh, there was one I went to that they had uh, caricature caricature drawings. Oh yeah, and that can be fun. Or um, like uh, photo booths that were kind of fun. Yeah, photo booths can be fun. Yeah, it's nice to interact with like your your friends and coworkers, some of your coworkers yeah. outside of work. Yeah. I guess it kind of depends on how tight you are with your team, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because, so. you know, uh, recently the parties I've been, office parties I've been to, they're uh, bigger. So there's tons of people there who have no idea who the, they are. Right. Uh, except for like a core group of like people I know and, mm-hmm. you know, some other people in, in the team that you're like, oh, hi, like good seeing you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll pop in their photo too. But right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really different too when it's, you know, when you're at a, a small party versus a big party. Yeah. Like I work for a company now with like tens of thousands of people. So the party's like thousands of people when we go and, mm-hmm. and versus when I used to work for a small studio in LA and it was, you know, 
oh, eight, eight right. to ten of us. About that one. So it's a very different vibe. Yeah. But it can be fun either way, I guess. It's all about making those connections. Yeah. I guess what's the what's the worst thing that can come out of a holiday party? I mean, I mean obviously you, you get, get fired. fired. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> or mean, if it's a friend's party, then you ain't friends with that person anymore. I mean, I, even worse, you probably get fired and go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Fired. <laughs> fired. Go to jail. Get on the news. Reputations destroyed for you when you are out of jail. Get kicked out of like whatever. I was gonna say Senate. Let's make up a story. What happened at the holiday party? Um, well, Mike was at a holiday party <laughs> and had too much to drink. Uh, I mean, this doesn't sound like fiction. You're, you're supposed to keep going. So <laughs> Mike was at a holiday party and he had too much to drink. He had so much to drink that he started tumbling around the table with all the food. And then the food flew across the room and landed on his boss's wife's brand new white dress. Oh, that, I was going to finish that. I would have made it more better. More better? More better. You're terrible at this story. Sorry, thing. okay. So it landed on her dress. She was so embarrassed that her face turned as red as Santa's sleigh. And then she fell upon the floor and died because she actually had a heart attack. And then Santa ran over Grandma. Who apparently was also at this office Christmas party. Because she worked in the mailroom. <laughs> All right, we're done with this. You're terrible at Aww. this. Anyways, so yeah, the whole goal of this is, you know, office Christmas parties can be fun. There are opportunities to socialize, but obviously don't get fired. Don't get boss's grandma run over by a reindeer. Yeah. I thought it was your grandma. I don't know. Oh. Well, why we don't, don't we, why don't we kind of talk about... Um, you know, what are kind of some of the ways that you can make better better use at the holiday parties? So kind of like uh, how to get through conversations at a party. Because this, this, is, this is where people go wrong, you know? Like you have too much to drink because you feel awkward, so you start drinking when you get there. Mm -hmm. Liquid courage. Yeah. So I did a bunch of reading on this. And some of these were tips I already knew, but I did a bunch of reading on this. Um, and so there's a bunch of kind of different things that you can do. So... Number one is like do the prep work before you go to the party. Ooh. So think about who is at the party that you know and you need to know. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if it's a uh, a friend's party, mm -hmm. then think about obviously who are the hosts. Do you remember the host's name, the spouses of the host? Do you remember that, all those names? Mm -hmm. Are there going to be people at that party that you've met before that you should think about and try and remember their names ahead of time? Things like that. If it's an office Christmas party, obviously, who's your boss? Do you remember your boss's wife or husband kind of a thing? Who are your coworkers? And obviously, if you're bringing a spouse along to your party, make sure that they remember people they've met before, too, so that you can avoid embarrassing situations for them, too. Because going, to, going to a holiday party as a spouse is, like, super boring. <laughs> it can be super awkward. That's why I don't bring so. you. Whatever. I'm not even invited. <laughs> um so, and then also, like, keep in mind, are there people at the party who have triggers that you know of that you should stay away from? Triggers. So, you know, is there Bill in accounting who is super political, and you know that if you get one drink in him, he's going to try and talk to you about political stuff you don't want to talk about? Ooh, or like a vegan. Yes, or that. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it, but if, you know, that yeah. conversation is going to bring up, like, really long, right. awkward conversations, right. you don't want to bring that up. Yeah. And then um, just a couple of other tips, too. Um, you know, like if you're an introvert and you feel uncomfortable talking, then try to like mentally prep yourself before the party. So um, a lot of this goes into like psychology, but, you know, talk about 
Um, like if you're worried about, well, I don't know anybody at the party. The point is, well, so what? It's a party. Most of them don't know you either. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of a party is to socialize and you don't need to feel like, oh, I'm not cool enough. Like it's not high school. Like just be yourself (laughs) and you don't really need to impress anybody. And if you gravitate toward each other, cool. And if not, no big deal. It's just a party. And it could be that that they're going through the exact same thing that you're going through. Exactly. Um, so there's a lot of tips that we can talk about to kind of like get things going with conversations. And some of these I thought were really cool. Um, if you go to a party and you are feeling kind of shy and you don't want to get the conversation going yet, you can always just kind of let the other person take the lead. And you can do that by asking questions mm-hmm. to get things going. What kind of questions? Which is what I do on this podcast quite often. Hey. So basically... Um, you know, you can ask more open-ended questions that will help get the conversation started. So, um, you know, you can kind of try and think of a few things to have in your pocket ahead mm-hmm. of time. So, for example, if it's a work party, think about asking things like, um, instead of just like, what do you do? Think about asking more like, how did you get into the field that you're in? Mm. Because that leads into a story. Yeah. It's now prompting somebody to tell a longer story of how they got to where they are. Yeah, you always want to avoid the yes or no because then that's kind of it. Exactly. Can exactly. create the awkward silence. And, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that could be like an interesting icebreaker, maybe, or not an icebreaker, but maybe as you're getting more comfortable with people, is, um, you know, like in a work setting, like if you could have any job, what would you do? Because that gives you more of an insight into what people's actual personal interests are. And mm-hmm. then that, that'll lead you on to like more things that you can talk about too. Um, maybe things like what's the craziest thing a boss has ever asked you to do? <laughs> and that one I would say could be fun, but also be careful. Yes. Because if people have already a couple drinks in, they might start talking crap about their current boss at the party and that could be risky. So if you're, you know, like some of these are for, um, just kind of general stuff or if you're at a friend's party, um, you can kind of just bring up things that everybody can relate to. So, um, you know, have you read this book lately if you're a reader or did you see this movie that came out? And just if you mention these kind of things, try to think about aspects of it that you really liked, mm. you know, um, or have you seen this cool new app that I'm really interested in? So, Mike, I've seen you do this actually over the past couple of days where you're like, oh, have you seen HQ? You playing HQ? Exactly. Oh, here we go again. HQDs. Yeah. But that's a great, it's actually a great way because then if they haven't, then they'll, they'll be like, what is that? And then now you've got a few things to say and explain to them about what it is. And then I can get them to use my referral code and I can get some extra lives. Sure. It's a whole plan of attack. Yep. T-E-K-N-O-M-C-R. Add me. (laughs) Thanks. Um, (laughs) Another big one that's really easy for people to approach to is travel. Um, You know, have you, like, where's the coolest place you've gone or the farthest place you've gone? Things like that. Because that'll always spark stories. And then you can always ask follow-up questions. What made you go there and stuff like that. Yeah. What are you laughing at? Fart up questions. Fart up questions. Is that what I said? Fart up questions. Fart up questions. Fart up whatever. Um, <laughs> and then there's just some obvious ones too. Particularly like if you're, um, this could be like at a work party or if you're traveling out of town. Um, obviously, you know if you're at a party like a wedding or or something where somebody's hosting, you could do things like how do you know the hosts, and then just kind of that'll prompt a story again. Like how do you know who's hosting this party? And that also kind of trigger. Them asking you, like, how do you know those? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And then also, um, if you're traveling, you can ask things like, what's cool to do around here on the weekends? Mm. Because that'll get people thinking and telling you why things are cool to do, too. So those are just some kind of cool tips. 
And then the other one that I wanted to throw in here too was um, I actually learned this from Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry Seinfeld has this show called uh, Coffee and Cars with Comedians. And I watched an episode of this maybe a year or two ago. Um, So Coffee and Cars with Comedians is is literally what it sounds. It's the show that Jerry Seinfeld runs. um, I think it's on Crackle, but they're like 15 or 30 minutes. And he basically just gets a buddy that's a comedian and he picks a car that he feels fits their personality. And then they just drive to get coffee or lunch somewhere. So you're saying that we should do get a car that we would think that these no, people No, I'm just saying that's where this came from. <laughs> okay. So there was this <laughs> random episode where <laughs> Jerry was saying he gave this like tip about how he kind of does icebreakers and gets people to ask. And he was saying that he uses questions that lead, that are sort of numbers or like time. Mm-hmm. So for example, um how long have you worked here? How many years have you worked here? Mm-hmm. Because, or, or, or how many times have you done X, Y, Z? And so he was saying that when you attach like a number to it, mm-hmm. it makes people think a little bit more and then more of a backstory goes into that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you can kind of use these as like tag on questions too. So like, like here, we'll do this right now. So, um, so Mike, are you from California originally? No, I'm not. Oh, really? So how many, how many years have you lived here? About 10. Oh, okay. And where were you before that? I was in Texas. Oh, really? Cool. What part of Texas? I was in Houston. Oh, man. So so you've only been in California for 10 years, but you were in Houston before that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like, is California different from Houston? Um, yes. It's very uh, liberal out here. Yeah. And uh, at least where we're at, it's less snowy because apparently it snowed in Houston this week. Yeah. So anyways... You can kind of see that... Uh, I was building a story. I didn't even know it. Exactly. Oh, my God. You're, you're a magician. All right. I don't appreciate your <laughs> your schmaltzy sarcasm over Oh, you there. know what? There what? could be a, another question that I thought of. Um, what? Do you know the tree whisperer? Oh, my God. I hate you so much. <laughs> Stupid tree whisperer. Our tree's probably dead. I bet you didn't put any water in I it. I did put water in it. Thank you very much. All right. Good. Maybe you're the tree whisperer. <laughs> um, so I'm the tree whisperer's assistant. <laughs> so some other <laughs> tips here. Um, so the whole the other thing too is make sure you don't just ask questions because it's not an interview. You know, it should be like a conversation. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're not just asking questions. So kind of like how you were saying, don't do just short answers too. Yeah. So for example, um, if somebody says, "How are you?" instead of just saying, "I'm fine" or "I'm good." Try and fill it in with something. But don't give your life story. Right. So so try it right now, Mike. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. You know, uh, I'm, I've been uh, traveling a little bit down here to this convention, and this weekend's been kind of cool because I've been trying to figure out how to podcast on the road. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So Learning. see, that's like a, see now how that was like a, now I've given you something to ask me about yes. with that answer. Ah. So these are like little tips that's, if you kind of just, keep them in your head it will uh think about uh how to make better conversations so the other thing too was just to make sure that when you're doing this kind of stuff try and try and do things that are not alienating so stay away from politics generally obviously if it's a group you don't know same thing with religion obviously so kind of know your audience or yeah read read the room read the room Yeah, yeah the other thing too to that's like a kind of a big tip is to 
try and read the the group that you're in. Uh-huh. So don't talk about something that only like one person in, in the group of six is interested in. Mm. So like if you're trying to talk about sports and there's only one sports fan other than you in this big group, mm-hmm. that's going to be awkward for the other six people in that mm-hmm. group, you know? So try and just read the room a little bit, things like that. Um, and then just keep in mind that like if you feel um, a conversation's not going well or you're just kind of bored with it, it's okay to walk away. You know, you don't have to feel <laughs> stayed in that conversation. How, how do you how do you detach from that? There's a lot of ways you can do it. So you can say like, um, you know, what? I think it's time for me to get another drink or um, uh, I'm going to go. You know, I need to go use the restroom like you can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's like, oh, there's someone over there. You know, what? I'm going to make sure to go say hi to her before the party's over. Yeah. So these are just common things. And even if the other person knows that you're doing it to leave a conversation, it's just like a social cue that you can that you can use. You don't have to feel like you need to stand there and be awkward and feel silence just because. What if they come with you? Well, then it's going to get awkward real fast. <laughs> hmm. Well, if they come with you to the bathroom, then that's getting very awkward very fast. Yeah. So, yeah. One of the other tips I was reading too was um, like if you are a couple, particularly like a, a holiday party, mm-hmm. or, or even if you have like a buddy going with you mm-hmm. and you're worried about it being awkward, develop like like have planned signals. Ooh. So like maybe it's like an ear grab or if you tuck your hair behind your ear, that could be a signal. It's like this person's driving me freaking crazy. Please get me out of this Are conversation. Like crazy wink. Right. That like this. Oh, Okay, people on the podcast can't see your face but distorting you like you're having a stroke. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> you're so rude. We need to get him some food cuz he's we do. cranky. Yeah, we usually record this around 8 to 9 p.m. on Sunday, and right now it's about 10 a.m., and I haven't eaten yet, and I'm hungry. That's why he's so snippy. Well, why don't you snip us to uh, some tips? You said that uh, you had some ideas on how you can kind of take work or uh, holiday party conversations to use it for your career. Why, yes, I did. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, so uh, I looked up some stuff about uh, like what are <laughs> what are some good things about holiday parties. Like, what can you get out of it? Okay. And um, there were some like tips to help advance your career, possibly. Ooh, do tell. So usually, you know, holiday parties are places where you get to meet these people that you don't really interact with daily. Mm, okay. So uh, other people that are in higher positions or other teams. Mm. Uh, and these are really good moments that, oh, you know, I was thinking about maybe going to, uh, I want more information about this job or whatever. Mm. Uh, or this person's super interesting and I really like you know, the way that they work, Mm -hmm. they manage, like I want to know more about them and Mm. maybe, maybe I can get into their team. Like Mm. how can I get to where I need to go? Okay. Basically. But how do you pry into that at a party? So, um, I mean, you want to have meaningful, uh, conversations with them Mm -hmm. to build these relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, it kind of ties in with some of the stuff you said. Okay. Uh, you want to build a game plan. Mm -hmm. So you want to do some homework before you're going to go to these parties and you want to think about, okay, who do I want to know? What do I want to know? And how do I want to get there? Okay. And uh, you want to think about, okay, who do I want to know? You want to find out if they have any interesting hobbies. Maybe some overlap with yours and then you have something that y'all can talk about. Like mm. you'll definitely know that, okay, this person loves fishing. I love fishing. We can talk about fishing. I've never seen you fish. I didn't say me personally. I have fished before. Did. I have fished before. You never take me fishing. Well, maybe that's because instead of fishing, I'm more interested in Bertha and Accounting's peanut butter cookies. I mean, you love cookies. 
<laughs> okay, but I get I get what you're saying. Like All try right. and find a try and find like a common yeah. Topic. Okay. Or even if you if you can't find a common thing, learn about kind of something that they're interested in, so you can kind of you know talk about mm-hmm. it, and you want to learn more about it. Yeah, and maybe they can help you learn more yeah. about it. But also, you're building that relationship. Yeah. But I feel like if you do that, try and make it genuine. Uh-huh. Don't don't do it like just to get a job. Like yeah. Try and find a common ground that you actually have a genuine partial interest in. Otherwise, it'll come across as like super fake. And, yeah, yeah. And like seedy. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can look look at their LinkedIn or mm-hmm. uh, like everybody's stuff is out there. Yeah. So if you do a search, you'll probably find some aspects mm-hmm. where you can uh, have talking points on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not good at this by yourself, mm-hmm. think about a wingman or a wingwoman. Oh, that's good. Like somebody that uh, is good with those conversations and introducing or mm-hmm. knows that person. Yeah. And then they can kind of help get you in, get yeah. that foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I use you as my wingman a lot. Really? I well, because you're like I talk much. whatever you get like two drinks in and you are like everybody's best friend. Well, liquid courage. I know, but I'm not like that. I get two drinks in and I'm more comfortable with people I know, but I still don't go talking out to new people. Hmm. Well, maybe we can use some of these things that you talked about and uh, we can report back on them later. Eh, I got a career. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. Uh, yeah. So um, remember Steven, my friend Steven, mm-hmm. uh, when I worked at Starbucks. He was a manager, also a manager, and he basically was like my wingman. Okay. Without me like wanting it. Mm-hmm. Not wanting it, but like uh, pursuing it. it. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, he would like introduce me to all these people, and I was like, yeah. wow, he's so nice. He's like doing all this stuff. But in hindsight, it was like, wow, he was really trying to help me like to advance my career and mm. get those connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just be aware of it. Yeah. And, you know, use it. Yeah. If you have somebody that can help you with that, definitely like use it. Mm hmm. So another tip is get to the party early. If you get to the party early, there's less chances that these people are all drunk and oh, interesting. will forget about the conversation. Yeah. So you can get to the party early. You can make these conversations, the meaningful conversations, mm-hmm. and uh, there's more of a chance that they'll remember you. Yeah. And also, <laughs> you don't have to get a drink, a drink, drink, an That's alcoholic right. beverage. That's right. You can get a mocktail. Mm-hmm. You can get a Sprite mm-hmm. uh, with a lime in there yep. or uh, like some tonic water with yep. a lime. Yep. And just, you know, you'll you'll be participating. If everybody else is drinking, they have glasses in yeah. their hands. It'll seem like you're also participating yeah. and you're, you're not getting yeah. drunk and buzzed and will make a fool of yourself. Right. Isn't that funny? Like I find that too at parties where if I don't have something in my hands, I feel awkward. Yeah. Like a drink or a plate or... Or whatever. I feel like if I don't have something in my hands, like a, as a prop, I feel huh. so, like sort of awkward at a party. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of conditioned that way. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How do we break those conditions? Well, I don't know. Just, but I like the idea of like uh, not feeling pressured to get alcohol because mm-hmm. that's the big downfall of, or the big danger. Yeah. Is, especially uh, if you alcohol. get there early. Yeah. It's open bar. Food's going like, out late. You're just drinking mm-hmm. and then you make a fool of yourself. Yep. And then Shirley or from Susan, yep, Shirley from, from business. Oh man, that girl last year. Oof, she was outside on the balcony with her puppy and <laughs> vomiting into the bushes. Ugh. And then Stupid wore Shirley. the puppy as a hat. <laughs> Thought it was funny. I know until the puppy pooped on her. Oh, and uh, she was vomiting on the puppy. Uh, poor puppy. Poor Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. Um. And also uh, set a goal number of people that you want to meet. So if you're introverted or extroverted, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe I want to meet five new people. Yeah. 
uh, and set that goal, have that in your mind, and go and do it. Yeah. And, you know, make it realistic. You don't want to say, oh, I'm going to meet 20 people, yeah. 20 new people. Yeah. Because, you know, if you don't reach that, mm-hmm. and you're, you'll feel bad, I think. Yeah. yeah. You'll be like, oh, I didn't reach my goal. Yeah. And, you know, make it realistic. Say, mm-hmm. I want to meet three new people. Mm-hmm. If you're an introvert, you know, yeah. it's probably going to be lower. And then, you know, make those connections. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just going to help you build yeah. those relationships. I would say, too, like with that, it would be good to have um, or it can be good to understand, you know, not just a number, but is is there a reason you're trying to connect with certain people, mm-hmm. especially for business? You know, um, for example, like. Uh, is there a, is there another team I struggle with communicating with at work? Well, maybe mm. this is an opportunity to kind of build better communications on a personal level that will translate to a business level, mm-hmm. you know, or for example, am I trying to get, um, am I trying to get a better seat at a table with leadership? So maybe that holiday party is a time to get to know that person's admin a little bit better and mm-hmm. understand what that, you know, that leadership person's schedule is like, and that admin can really give you clues into that. So, mm. Good tips. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily need to be about advancing your career. It could be about helping you be better, more efficient Mm -hmm. in in your job. Absolutely. Yep. That's been a that's been a struggle with me in my career. I know is I've always been good at doing my day to day tasks, but getting to know other teams better and kind of doing more of like a voice and and leadership. That's Mm -hmm. been something I struggled with. And that's all communication. So this kind of like social stuff is a, a big key in that. Yeah. And it's not about like meeting numbers or having all these numbers like a goal. Yeah. Like you, you want to have the idea of it. And of course, if you want, you meet it, that's awesome. Right. But it's more about, again, focusing on those meaningful conversations mm-hmm. and building those relationships. Exactly. Um, let's see. What else? You want to thank the boss. Mm-hmm. If you can, you want to thank the, the boss that um, of the team or mm-hmm. the group. Mm-hmm. And you want to personally thank them for having the, uh, the party mm-hmm. and celebrating, you know, your successes or yep. whatnot. Yep. I think, you know what else, too, I think um, is uh, kind of along that line of thinking. I, I feel like uh, parties like that can be a good time to show appreciation for your team, too. Mm. You know, because it's sort of, especially at holiday parties, you know, it's like the the year's wrapping up. People are doing a lot of introspection into, um, you know, like their career for the year, where they've come through that year. And it can be a really good time to sort of thank your team. And it doesn't have to be like, a you know, you get up and make a toast or whatever. <laughs> but if you're, you know, if you're in a conversation um, with somebody and maybe they're introducing you to your spouse, maybe it's like a, a good way to like highlight like, you know, um, oh, like Sally, this is Bob's wife, Sally. Like, you know, oh, Bob did this great stuff for me this year. Um, mm-hmm. that was, it, was, it was really great to have him on my team and he really helped me out this year. Like just that kind of like small things, like mm-hmm. that kind of recognition. I feel like that's a good thing to do at holiday parties, too, because. Especially because that'll even help bring up more parts of conversation, too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I think day-to-day, you don't really... You're so entrenched in your work that exactly. you don't really get to say thank you. Exactly. Or, you know, a thank you in an email is okay, but having that personal... Totally. Like, um, human connection and conversation about, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I really want to thank you. Like, yeah. I think that means a lot more. Yeah, and it goes building those relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to talk business. Yeah, no. It's a party. Have fun. Yep. If business does come up, you know, keep it light. You yes. don't want to get into details or yep. anything crazy because you want to enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's not time to goal set at a party. No. <laughs> don't be Susan from accounting. I know. But don't be Shirley from 
bookkeeping. Yeah. Poor dog. Don't bring it. Why would you bring your dog to a party? Uh, she saw it on the Kardashians, probably. All right. Let's see. Don't be the last one at the party. Oh, yeah. God. Don't overstay your welcome. No. Get in, get out. Mm-hmm. You want to get in, make cameo, have those meaningful conversations. Yep. Build those relationships. And, and get, get out the hell before, out. Yeah, before you got to clean up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we were there late last year. Were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys got kicked out. Uh, kind of, yeah. They were kind of ushering us out. But luckily, like, there were a bunch of us there. They were like, it's time to stop having fun. We Bye. were dancing. It was fun. Yeah. That's good, though. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you don't want to be the last one out. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've been drinking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They'll definitely be yes. on Susan and That's right. Shirley's list to yep. talk about. That's right. Um, do a 24-hour follow-up on those people that you had the conversations with. Okay. Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. I, I don't know. I guess, again, reading the room, maybe. Yeah. You don't want to you know message your CEO mm-hmm. like, hey, yo, thank you for... For sitting at the party, it was yeah. great talking to you. Yeah, maybe you want to yeah think about who you're going to do it with. Sure, or do you know send the message to? But mm-hmm. uh, I think it is a pretty good one, especially if it's a maybe in a team that you want to move to or mm-hmm. whatnot. I think that's a really good thing. And I was also thinking maybe add a little uh, callback to what you talked about. Like if yeah. there was something you connected over, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, I really love you know talking to, with you about the dogs or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, I find like it can be good to sprinkle that stuff in to try and remember what you talked about, especially mm-hmm. if you're having a really good conversation with somebody. You don't have to remember every detail, but like if you're having a really good conversation with somebody and you feel like, oh, I'm starting to build this relationship with that person, it's good to sprinkle those details back into conversations later too. Mm-hmm. And that goes for business or even just personal friends, you know, like remembering, you know, maybe you had a friend that was going on a big hiking trip, like a, a person, an acquaintance that you met, and then you see them at another party later. You know, then you can follow up like, oh, you know, you were telling me about the hiking trip. How'd that go? Mm-hmm. And having those kind of touch points and showing that you remember somebody, it goes a long way to building sort of like relationships with yeah, people. Totally. Because you paid attention. They see yeah, that you paid attention. Exactly. You and cared so, enough to listen. Exactly. Personal yeah. interest. Yeah. I also think that's a big thing when we're talking about reading the room. <laughs> if you've met somebody before and they can't think of anything that you talked about before, that's a pretty big signal that like there's just not a connection there. And yeah. sometimes that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to connect with everybody. It'd That's be right. nice, but you don't have to. Exactly. And don't don't be upset about it. Yeah. Like, don't people. be a dick, basically. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, was that all of your career tips? Yeah. I mean, uh, another thing I think was like thank the person that uh, organized the event. Yeah, that's So maybe true. if it wasn't, you know... you. Not the CEO, but like their secretary or mm-hmm. admin or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could send them a nice little thank you. Yeah. And like, hey, thanks for the organization. It yep. was really fun. I enjoyed the food. Yeah. You know, whatever. For sure. Yeah, I always think that's good to do in general. Like I always make sure, even if our, our family parties, you know, I always try and make sure to um, the next day or whatever, try and thank like my aunts for helping set everything up because mm-hmm. it's just it's so much work to set up a party, it even if you really have is. help. Like it's a lot of work. So I think that's a really good tip. Always make sure to thank everybody. Yeah. Well, what else? Are we our moms about? would be so proud. We're being so polite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That sounded like your mom too. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure she's listening, and now she's laughing while she's uh, listening. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I thought I would throw out there would be, like, what's some of the crazy stuff that you've heard about at different parties? Oh, I mean, some of the crazier stuff is, like, people hooking up. Yeah. Married people hooking up yeah. with other married people. Pro tip, don't do that. Yeah. Just in general, maybe just don't hook up with people at a holiday Christmas party. Yeah, I mean. Especially an office Christmas party. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip number one. Yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. 
I was and, looking and, on I was looking online and I found a couple of these weird stories. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, you want to hear a couple? Okay. Okay. Um, so these were just from different. Um, I'll put the links to where the sources were, but I I found a couple of different. These are short. Um, so this one guy posted. Uh, this was about his uh, his work holiday party a couple of years ago. In a basement of some chic club in Kensington, our new company party or our company party got out of hand very quickly. Our newest intern passed out completely. All got quite drunk because of open bar, and I got smashed. And I weed in front of my colleagues, and got into a very dramatic screaming math screaming match with a colleague who then proceeded to kick my ass in front of a group of other colleagues. The next day I felt like my reputation was ruined and I feel tremendous amounts of shame. So he literally got his butt whooped in front of all of his. And he weed in front of his colleagues. Yeah. I've heard of that multiple times actually. <laughs> I've heard horror stories of people like doing publicly intoxicated urination in front of each other at holiday parties, which I just mm. can't even imagine. Yeah. Just awful. Yeah. Don't, um, don't drink too much people. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? This is from another another uh, forum. At my office party at my old company, the CEO thought it would be a fun party game to have everybody submit an embarrassing childhood story ahead of time. No <laughs> one knew why, but we all did it. Then, at the party, he had them all printed on pieces of paper, and we had to read them aloud and guess whose story it was. It oh was incredibly god. awkward and probably the worst party work party of all time. Oh my god, that's, that's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like embarrassing childhood stories, those are something that you would share like on an intimate level with somebody that you've got a rapport with. Yes. Not something that you want yes. shared in front of a group. Okay, I got one more. <laughs> this one is just, I had to read it like two or three times to make sure I was reading this right. Okay. <laughs> I work at a nonprofit agency of the blind and a large percentage of our staff is blind. At the last holiday party at my office, the upper management hired a DJ and told him to come up with some icebreaker games. The only icebreaker this DJ could come up with was a game where the players had to keep a toilet paper roll in between their legs and another player had to use a toilet plunger to try and spear the rolls from between the other person's legs. What this amounted to was that we had a bunch of blind people thrusting a wooden plunger at each other's crotches. It did not end well. Oh my God. The visual on that. Wow. Oh my God. So I don't think I've ever been to a holiday party where there's been <laughs> thrusting by blind people. But now we know what to do at our next one. Oh God. So uh, I thought these were funny little antidotes, yeah. anec anecdotes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been at a holiday party where something that bad's happened. I've been at parties where people will drink too much, mm -hmm. but uh, nothing like that. No, I haven't been to one crazy. Yeah, which is funny because like a lot, a lot of the time uh, I've been in like a retail or hospitality, and mm. I don't remember like having like an office party. Yeah, uh, outside of an office, like day to day office job. Yes. Yeah, it, I think we. I think back when I worked retail, we might have had like a small holiday party in the store, mm -hmm. or like a dinner. Like you went out to dinner? I don't think we ever went out to... I think we had like small stuff in the store where mm -hmm. it might have been like potluck or something, mm -hmm. but it was real low key. Yeah. Less of a chance for people to make fools of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had to set up a holiday Christmas party? Like for the office? No, I never have. Have you? Know. We didn't set it up, but when I worked at the stu the smaller studio in LA, we, um, you know, our boss would kind of like set the date and mm -hmm. like, you know, take care of ordering the food and stuff, but we would... Um, we would take care of like decorations and kind of some of the activities and music and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. we would set up like photo booths and get props for the booth and we'd go buy decorations and stuff. That's fun. It's fun, but it's like, even with those little tasks, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Mm. It's a lot of stuff to get together, even for a small party like that. 
Yeah. Because you don't want it to be a sucky party. I know. I was also looking up some of the things that um, like these tech part, these tech companies are doing. Oh, is that the the articles and stories that have been coming out recently? Well, before we get to that recent one, okay, I thought I found that. just a couple of like themes um, that I thought were interesting. Okay, so like a big theme is because they have so much money, they hire like big musicians or bands to play. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I about. I know, yeah, I know you've been, you've had holiday parties where that happens. Yes. Um, but I, I just was thinking about that, like how much it must cost for them to hire a big band or a musician to play. Like I was reading Janelle Monet played at a Yahoo party a few years ago. Ooh. They've had um, uh, LCD sound system at other holiday parties. Um, I've heard of Bastille playing holiday parties before. Ooh, that sounds interesting. interesting. I'd love to go that mm, one. Yeah. But I mean, just how much mu- it must cost for this kind of stuff. Well, even putting know? on those like ginormous parties yeah, it's exactly. kind of crazy yeah, like just renting the venue all that alone. money that's getting spent to do that yeah like it's great that they're appreciating their um their workers but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like why couldn't you just cater from like little pizza place yeah. and have a you know a smaller thing yeah well it's funny because i feel like once you work for a certain level of company there's an expectation that they're gonna spend a certain amount on you at mm-hmm. the end of the year and they're gonna make a show of a certain spectacle at the end of the year hmm because I was reading through these, and a lot of these tech companies, you know, they'll rent out um, AT&T Park, which is where the, the San Francisco Giants play. They'll mm-hmm. rent out the Exploratorium, which is like an interactive museum mm-hmm. in San Francisco. We've seen, in the South Bay, we've seen them rent out uh, the Computer History Museum. We've seen them rent out the Convention Center for this kind of stuff. Whoa. So um, just like the amount of money just for like reserving the spot alone is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a couple of other things I've heard of were robots making drinks. Ooh. So I, like this. I think it was uh, Twitter. I think a few years ago they had um, at their party, they had a, a robot actually making and handing out drinks. It was like an automated thing. Isn't that kind of crazy? That's kind of fun. Yeah. Cool. Although it's and take, then, they took their germs. They're taking their germs. Yeah. <laughs> and this other weird one, which I thought was super weird. There were a bunch of pictures uh, sourced in this article where, um, dresses designed to hold champagne glasses. So they would hire like waitresses uh-huh. to wear, the, it, it looks like a big cage and it's just like, it sort of looks like a chandelier, but they're champagne glasses. And what? these waitresses just sort of walk around and you grab a glass of champagne off her dress. Where are these parties and how do I go to these them? These were for, this was for, I don't know, Yahoo or somebody, but this was like a tech company party a couple years ago. Oh. I said, they had pictures of it. It looked really weird. It's kind of cool. Well, you know that, um, okay, <laughs> that belt, I think Coors, well, other places probably make it, but I remember Coors had them. It was like a belt. The old that beer you belt. Can, you put your beers in Gross. there. Oh my God, that would be so awesome. Yeah. But then the last thing, which I know uh, we, we've been talking about this week, is this, this actually came up in my, um, in my, at work too, people were talking about this article, was this trend of which we first it was like a plot line on silicon valley the show silicon valley oh yeah so they're hiring <laughs> models essentially to socialize at tech parties yeah and I, it's become a real thing i was reading that uh i think it ranges from like 150 to 250 and yeah. an, hour an hour to rent them right and it was guys and, and girls yeah or women and men yeah both but they're basically hired to either like like beautify up the party is one, but they're also mm-hmm. sent to like target people and introduce them to other people. Yeah. So I don't know. This whole thing just it feels gross. Yeah. To me. It's super weird. Super and weird. And creepy. Do you feel like you've ever been at a party where something like that's been happening? Hmm. Like, have you been duped by a hired person before? 
<laughs> I don't think I have, uh, but I've been to parties where I know that the other like there are other people there that were hired that are like models or yeah, whatnot. yeah, uh, yeah. But I've never. It's so weird. Yeah, it is weird. But it wasn't in the, like a off like that kind of setting. It was a different okay, like a personal party thing. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's super. I don't know. It just feels. It feels really creepy to me. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna hire all these people to have these conversations, and that kind of sucks because like you m- actually might these people might be thinking that they're having these real conversations exactly. and connections, but they're not because they're getting duped. Exactly. And that's kind of shitty for both of them. I, I agree. Guess. I mean, the models, they know what they're getting into, but the yeah. other people, you know, they don't necessarily do. Yeah. Because maybe they don't realize that they don't have the social skills for that. And uh, mm-hmm. to, to have that, like, a light bulb moment where, like, hey, this totally. is a person that is being paid to talk to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, telling my life story to them, and they yep. don't care. Yep. Yeah, I I hope that trend dies because I think it's gross. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. All right, well, I think the last thing we want to talk about was, um, you know, the whole point of these tips uh, for us to talk about was so that you don't end up as the water cooler talk on yeah. Monday. But now that the water cooler is not really a thing, like where does this kind of stuff go down now? Yeah, I was, I was wondering, I was thinking about, like, are there even water coolers? Do you all uh, have water coolers at work? We don't have a water cooler. We have, like, the... Thing that's hooked up to the water line and it like filters the water yeah is it like in your sink no it's next to the sink oh it's like a you know in the airport where you put your your water bottle in there and it'll mm-hmm. refill it's kind oh, of it's that's like so that. awesome but i wish does, there were more of those yeah. everywhere but i mean i guess it still happens around like coffee pots and stuff but i feel like a but lot even of the, i feel like a lot of the gossip is happening on slack Ooh, okay yeah or yeah. like it, you know the chat clients at work the like secret ones mm-hmm. to send those secret yeah, encrypted you can do messages. Private, private messages. Ooh. And all that. Did and you see so and so at the party? Susan. Night? Oh my gosh, Susan with her stupid dog in the balcony throwing up while the dog pooped alongside Shirley. Who oh, would bring their dogs? Oh my gosh, Shirley and Susan. It? What a total mess at that party. Oh, that accounting, that accounting uh, department. Oof. <laughs> so don't be don't be Susan and Shirley. Susan and Shirley. They are never going to get invited back. I don't know why Mike's singing about it. I don't know either. (laughs) I was trying to think of a song. Oh, my God. Failed miserably. So weird. Uh, Well, I think uh, now that the season's here, maybe we can start putting some of these things to to use. Yeah, I think I'm I'm going to try to do these things. Uh, I know we have some holiday parties, office parties coming up this week. Yep. Um, And I think I want to try doing it. Will you be my wingman? I'm not even getting to go to your holiday party. Well, at your party. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I'll be your wingman at my party. Thanks. All right. Well, that's the show for this week. Music for the show is by Adi Goldstein and Dimitri Banoff. And our opening vocal jingle is by the great Chad Conselmo. Thanks, Chad. See you soon. Yeah. Um, So let us know what you think about the show. Get us on Facebook. Uh, Leave us a review and a rating on, on iTunes. Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts. Same thing. Same thing now. Yeah. Um, but uh, we really appreciate everybody for listening. Yeah. And, uh, don't uh, don't be Susan or Shirley. Don't take your dog to an office holiday party. That's right. Until next <laughs> week, you guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.